So fat man. So sleazy. Merry Christmas. No, fuck off. Happy holidays. No, fuck off. Happy final battle. Oh, definitely fuck off. Let's talk about that on the wrestling show. Welcome everyone, this is Lizzie. This is the Fat Man. And welcome to a very special holiday version of the wrestling show. Uh, it's just old school. Us, you know, just talking kicking about it, kicking it old school. Yeah, talk about Ring of Honor. You know. Oh god. Yeah, I know. Not exactly the heyday of Ring of Honor right now. Um, if you hadn't listened to our show last week, we were not kind to them when they talked about the, the TV deal and or lack thereof one, but we are going to talk about final battle. Um, okay. So, talk- okay, go ahead. Sorry. No news and rumors this week. We're going to get the Christmas week off. We're just going to talk about final battle. So it should be a quick show. Also Meltzer star ratings at the time of taping are not out yet. So I have Steve Cook from 411 Mania star ratings. Ooh. Because it was legit the only star ratings I could find for the show. <laughs> okay. No, I did not watch the 13 hours that was the pre-show. Right? There's four fucking matches on the damn thing. Including some surprising names on there. They put Jeff Cobb on the pre-show? They put the kingdom on the pre-show. And by the way, put top flight on the king uh, on the pre-show. The kingdom lost. Yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so let's bring him in with much. Didn't I say that we have this debate about how I was indifferent about them coming to that and how they wouldn't be booked well. They've lost every single match they have had, which was what? Two. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. It's depressing. I feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it, but whatever. Okay. ROH proper. Final battle proper, I should say. Opened up with a yo dog. I heard you like tag team matches. I don't. Uh, Ryan's favorite wrestler, Roosh and Drillistico versus Blake Christian and Floppy Ankle! Ten minutes and thirty-five seconds. Uh, this Steve Cook, I gave it two stars. Um, so I love Air Fox, and Blake Christian has grown on me because I've watched more GCW than I care to admit. Um, just saying that, right? Makes, I know. It breaks I, my I, heart. I had to get it in there. It breaks my heart. For fuck's sake, they, they book the showboat. It, I gotta watch it every once in a while. Um, fucking Mark. Here's the thing is, I, I, I did not realize that Drillistico was the 
not the first Mystico, but the second Mystico. Yes. I did not realize that. So that was pretty interesting, but it's Dragon Lee, right? Isn't it Dragon Lee? No, Dragon Lee's a way smaller. I I was under the impression he was uh, not the Dragon Lee, but a Dragon Lee. Oh, I don't know. So, whatever. It doesn't matter. Point is, this match wasn't great. It was it was okay. Um, at least Fox and Blake got a win. I gave it two and a half stars. It was warm bowl water. Fucking hundred pieces of shit. This was a three and a half star match, what? except for the finish, oh, which was completely fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they were supposed to go over even. They probably were. Because his shoulder was clearly up in the rough count of three anyway. And then he's like, okay, just ring the bell. We're just going to ring it. Ring the bell. And then even Bruce is like, um, what the fuck? So then they got their heat back because that was a smart thing to do. Because I'm pretty sure they were supposed to go over. And they had to extend the time because it probably was going to go a little longer. And then Bruce got... Suspended. Suspended. So they're turning it into an angle. Yeah. So well, I would too at that point. You might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, dog, I heard you like women's, women's matches. Right? Women of honor. ROH Women's World Championship. Mercedes Martinez versus Athena. Uh 13 minutes and 10 seconds. Cook gave it three stars. I I like this match. I gave it three and a half. Um, my only can, I mean, right kid died, but here's the thing is that Athena needed a credible win. She couldn't beat the ring of honor world or not the ring of honor world champion, the AEW world champion. Then she tried to beat the TBS champion. Couldn't beat her. So Here's your consolation prize of the Ring of Honor. New day. I mean, it's the same same problem. And you're going to see that again on this show. And it happened on the same day. It happened on the <laughs> same fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, but yeah, the, the match itself was good. Um, Mercedes can work. Obviously, Athena can work. Um, I don't think they just... I think they didn't have enough time to get it into another level to make it like an amazing match. And it was also in the dead spot. So tell me it, whatever, but it wasn't bad. So I agreed with this Steve cook. I gave it three stars, but um, it was good, but the dynamic was off a little bit. I can't, I don't know why it just felt off. Probably because who's the heel in this match. Yeah. That's a, that's a problem too. Athena turned heel, but yet, I mean, she's getting cheered because it's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I understand it. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. But, yeah, but, like, Athena worked as a face and Mercedes Martinez worked as a face? Yeah, it was was (laughs) was very weird. So maybe that's why I thought the dynamic was a little off because it was off because it just, they're both working as faces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. Hasn't been the first time that that, that it happened on this fucking show either. 
Shane Taylor. Prom- oh, wait, sorry. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I do not. Shane Taylor promotion versus Swerving Our Glory? 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, Steve Cook gave us three stars. I Okay. So why is this match happening? Swerving Our Glory, Glory assume, essentially broke up at Full Gear when Keith Lee walked out on Swerve. So yeah, they do a little storyline about how I think, what is it? Griffey is Keith Lee's brother? Question mark. And there's history between Keith Lee and Shay Taylor Promotions. Why not just have Keith or Keith Lee and Shay Taylor? Why not just have Keith Lee versus Shay Taylor? Okay, fine. Uh, then they pretty much do this tag match where Keith Lee accidentally hits Swerve. Swerve walks out on him, and Keith Lee still ends up winning the match. Yeah, fuck your tag team. I'm just going to win by myself. Yeah, okay. it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I thought Keith was was done before this, so I don't I don't know what to say. Um, what what do you do here? I mean, really, what do you do here? There were a couple of spots in the match that were pretty fun. I liked the match kind of i hated the fact that they spent most of the time um playing around with the whole well they're just going to miscommunicate all fucking match and eventually eventually swerve does walk out on them um but really to have keith well fuck you i'll just win it by myself fuck y'all yeah a great job of putting over ring of honor talent it was an okay match for a house show I, I think you're being generous. I gave it two stars. Like, again, I liked some of the aspects of the match, but wrong kids died, especially if you're going to officially break up Swerve Our Glory. Why was this match even here? And if it was here, you should have just done Lee versus Taylor. Yes, 100%. And so I don't... I don't get why they did The booking it. was just all over the place here. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. I, I will I will make a comment on that at the end. I'm one-handed, so I can't get this page going here. Come on. Spoiler, Fat Man's still hurting here. So ah, come on. Yay, I did it. Congrats. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Fuck you. <laughs> I like trios matches though. ROH World Six Man Championship. Dolan Castle and the boys versus the Embassy. Ten minutes and nine seconds. Uh, Cook gave this an okay match for a house show. Okay, let me let me first speak to Dalton Castle's history with the six man titles. I've always found it ridiculous that they've held even on one occasion, the six-man titles, as a joke. The fact that they're multiple-time champions is ridiculous. Because let's be perfectly honest here, the boys are nothing. They're treated like nothing. They're not a legitimate tag team. They are basically fodder for Dalton to win a title, especially with a six-man title. Jesus. 
I don't know if that was a cough or a sneeze. It was a cough. Um, so to have the gates of agony and Brian Cage even have any problem destroying them is a fucking joke. And I love Doug Dalton. Spoiler, you know. <laughs> Why? Why? Why wasn't this a 30-second squash match? I really mean that. I agree, but I actually ended up liking the match. I love the match, too. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the other side of this, is I absolutely love this match. It was a three-and-a-half-star match. I thought it was fun. It was whimsical. I love Dalton Castle. Um, and, frankly, the right team won. Right kid died way better than I thought it would be. Um, hopefully this ends Dalton Castle in ROH because he would be perfect in NXT. I would agree with that. Perfect. I would agree with that. You can, he is the perfect person to be in WWE because he's a peacock. The party peacock in NXT. Makes sense to me. Here's the thing as well. I think, okay, I'm going to say this with the assumption that this is true because I don't know if it's true, but we, we kind of know it's true because of how we know him. I think Dalton's too much damaged goods. I don't think he'll ever get a WWE contract because I don't think that he'll ever pass a physical. Yeah, I think his um is back. Back, yep. And you can tell because he's made um he's made multiple um outfits and gear to hide the fact that he constantly wears a back belt in the ring now. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he would ever pass a physical. So this unfortunately I think this is going to be his ceiling is ring of honor slash AEW for that exact reason. And that I, is I hope not. absolutely sad. Yep. That man deserves every fucking opportunity in the world. He's so good in the ring. He's so good on the mic. Okay. ROH Pure Championship, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta for the 10,000th time. 14 minutes at 50 seconds. Uh, Cook gave this three stars. I'm okay, I'm... Piece of shit. <laughs> you say underrating? No, I agree. I think it was a three-star match. Um... The first row big by Garcia was clever. The second one made absolutely no sense because he was outside the ring while he did the hold. Therefore, it should not have been a rope break. I would agree with that. And then they did the same spot with Wheeler Yuta later in the match. So why wasn't that a Daniel Garcia rope break? I So the psychology was all over the place. It, it was only, they only did it to where, to try to fit the story they were trying to tell in the ring. Mm -hmm. Um, um, the sharpshooter spot, oh, she's, she, I said should have been a rope break. Dumb that it wasn't. It was good, but didn't make psychological sense within its own match. That's why I only gave it three stars. Okay. Well, we're not that far off. I consider it a three and a half star match. Um, but so we're we're in the same ballpark. I I really liked how it was paced for a pure match. Um, there were some obvious spots as you 
pointed out that were kind of like, um, I did like the finish. I thought the finish made a lot of sense. Sorry. What's that? Wasn't a fan of the finish. Really? I didn't think it made sense. They didn't, they didn't put the work in, in my opinion, to, to have that finish work. I in think, my opinion. Well, here's the thing is that if you look at it from the perspective of that is what Blackpool Combat Club's group finishes, it does make sense. Um, because Danielson used it. You know, I said in the context of the match. In, in the context of the match, you're right. But then you have to complain about every wrestler that there's works on the arm and then does an F5 as a finish. Well, I do. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that it's, it's a common thing that happens. There was no reason why Daniel Garcia couldn't have taken a pin there or a submission loss, not a TKO. There's I no reason. It makes it even worse. If you're, if you're going to, I think him getting pinned would be less of a definitive match. That word again, then, which I'm going to hate later on. Definitive doesn't necessarily mean it's the right call. I think it was in this match. In this match, maybe. But there's another match we're going to talk about that I would 100% will fucking fight you over. Anyway, there's another reason why I have a problem with this match, the finish of this match, and I'll get to it in a little bit. Okay. Um, that was that's basically it. I mean, there there was a lot of brawling throughout the the match as well too so it was it was pretty stiff but other than that yeah yo dog i heard you like tag team matches i do dog collar match for the roh world tag team championships ftr defends against the briscoes 22 minutes and 20 seconds cook gave this five stars I agree with him. Easy match of the year contender. Um, holy shit. Um, it, it was way better than their first two matches. I thought that this one was the sole reason to watch this show. If you're a uh, spoiler, obviously, but, and they brought it up like three days before. Right. Right. <laughs> this is absolutely I didn't think the dog collar gimmick would have made this match better because I don't like dog collar matches. I think they're dumb. I think the gimmick limits what you can do because you're always constantly having that, you know, well, I got to get out of the ring this way. I got to do this move this particular way. I got it. So it kind of fucks with the timing of shit all the time. You didn't see any of that here. And it was just, beautiful the finish was wonderful and i know he's gonna bitch about it no actually you're not gonna bitch about it i don't think you're gonna bitch about it at least um i think that every single spot was fucking perfect i thought it was brutal i love the fact that everyone gigged for it i thought that even the spots that looked really bad like in terms of painful were really well done. Um, and there was a, an, a sense of just really, truly four men just 
putting everything they could into a match. And I loved every second of it. Let me tell you how wrong you are. This is not a five-star match. Fuck you. This was no fuck the, you. Fuck you. The fuck, and fuck there's you. a reason. Fuck there's you. a reason. Fuck you. There's two reasons. Fuck you. Okay. First reason. The dog collar did hinder what they were doing because the same. I'm right. Because the same person was fighting the same person the whole match. It got repetitive. That's not true. Yes, it is true. That's not true at all. It is 100% true. Times where each person. they, They hit each other with a punch like twice. They didn't do moves to each other. They were mostly 99% of that match was they were doing moves to the same person. It was just like, let's mix this up. Also, that rep spot was un- 100% unnecessary and it brought nothing to the match. The I rep gaming. 100% disagree. Make it make sense. It was making sense. Why? They were beating the hell out of everyone and anyone that got near them. What did it bring to the match? It brought how fucking heinous the match was. All four men were bleeding at that point. Yes. So why do it with the ref? Because it makes it look even worse than it is. It does not. It absolutely It's, it's does. a pointless, unnecessary spot in the match. Now, this is 100% a four and a half star Our match. 100, 100% disagree in there. And I think this is the worst match of the three. You're absolutely wrong. I'm absolutely right. You're 100% wrong. I'm 100% Out of your goddamn right. mind. Uh, I might be, but <laughs> I absolutely wrong. I think the rest spot was 100% unnecessary and it just got repetitive. I was just like, this is, this is, I think the dog collar did my match of the year. It's not even the best tag team match of the year, bro. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I'm not wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I'm not wrong. You are right in saying this is the sole reason why. And you know what? I think they made this match knowing no one was going to buy this pay-per-view. So they had to put something on. You know what it reeks of? Eminem versus the Hardys. Do you remember that from December? uh, December to this member. Yeah. They went, no one's going to fucking buy this show. We need to put something on this. Uh, Hardys versus Eminem. Do it. Yeah. But I thought the match was awesome. Mm-hmm. But again, I just had those few issues. I just we're, in, was... we're in the same ballpark. The difference is how how much we enjoy the variation of this match. I think the fact that it, it brought a an aura of violence to it made it that much better. I that's all I can say. And you could have had maybe that's an ECW mark in me. I don't know. One hundred percent the ECW mark. Maybe it's the the Briscoes mark in me too, because that is absolutely a Briscoes match. Yes. Look at some of the bumps they took. Jesus Christ. Specifically, Jay, but both of them took some. Well, that bump that Mark took from the top rope to the chairs laying on the floor. Penis. Um. Oh. So another reason why I didn't like the pure title ending was that they kind of did the same ending here. Like he didn't give up. He passed out. And you had technically the same finish back to back. It would have made way more sense in this match than it would have the pure rules match. 
And that's another reason why they could have done a different finish in the pure rules match. You can absolutely make that argument. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> my my retort is that they probably should have opened with the pure match. Because it shouldn't have been. I don't think it mattered. The same finish on the on the card. It's just I just don't understand. It, it happens. It, it does happen, especially um, if, you're, if you're putting it towards the, the storyline. So. ROH Television Championship, Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson, 13 minutes, 40 seconds. Cook gave this an okay match for a house show. Again, who was the heel in this match? My favorite part of the match was Samoa Joe's music. That's The bell rang. <laughs> right? For I, the finish. It wasn't great. No. And I, I, I like Joe. I like Juice. This didn't work. This don't work for me, bro. Um, I. Whatever. It was a. It was a way to put a notch in Joe's Ring of Honor television title reign. I. I don't know. I don't know what to say other than they wanted to shove more New Japan content on here. I guess I don't know. Whatever. Two stars. I mean, yeah, we're there. We're there. <clears throat> Main event time. Time to fight. ROH. All right, let's go. Let's do this. ROH World Championship. Chris Jericho defends his Claudio Castagnoli. 17 minutes and 15 seconds. Cook gave this three and a half stars. Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, sure. Let's see what first for the duck climb match. This was 100% an okay match for a house show with the second worst finish of the day. Um, the reason I say that is because the big swing, swing has not been really used as a finish and not saying that it should be but having Jericho tap out to that was different unique but absolutely dumb because it made Jericho look like a goober and he lost to a transitional move and it came out of nowhere and the match before it was absolutely boo-boo and I think with a better finish, it would have came across better. And I do have stuff to add after your retort. Okay. I I love Claudio. I think, okay, let, let's start with the fact that Jericho came in here as champion. I think the sole reason, and I mean this by this, the sole reason why Jericho was champion was because they're farming out for TV deals. What I was going to say after the match. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Well, there you go. Sorry. So um, I was going to say whatever you said, I was going to say, I feel sorry for Claudio because the only reason he won the title back was because they couldn't get a TV deal. So now he's going to try to be stuck drawing people to honor club as champion. So, yes, he won the title. I think stupid finish, but I feel bad for him. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely 100% right. And I want to point out something else here. Look at who the champions are. Athena. AEW. Joe. AEW. 
Briscoe's is the only sole exception. Yep. Ring of Honor. The Embassy and Brian Cage AW. AW. And Claudio AW. Yep. They're they're dismantling the roster. They're it's it's going to be AEW light, and that's if they're putting the titles on these people. Oh, pure title too, by the way. AEW. Yep. So if they're going to put these titles on these people and try to make it their NXT, I'm kind of for it because they can all work with anyone and they can start bringing these new people up mm-hmm. or get them ready, quote unquote. Then what's the fuck point of AEW Dark? Thank you for saying that because that would have been my next point. What's with, We're on the what's, same fucking wavelength here. Why yeah. don't they put Ring of Honor where AEW Dark is? Yeah. And, and I here and I haven't even talked about the match yet, even. Right. But the the reality is that we're at the point with Ring of Honor where I don't even think they know what they're gonna do with it. And putting the strap back on Claudio is just a great example of oh we'll just we need Jericho someplace else. So we're, we're just, we've dismantled the Blackpool combat call, club because Regal left, you know, the entire point of the Blackpool combat club was William fucking Regal. And now he's fucking gone. So that stable's pretty much gone. The, the Jericho appreciation society versus bull. Wow. I was going to say bullet club. Bullet club. Uh, the Blackpool combat club is pretty much over because William Regal's gone. And there's no everyone who was a champion of the Jericho Appreciation Society is now gone. So or no longer champion. So it doesn't really matter anymore. So what do you do here? What do you, what do you fucking do? And this, by the way, was a two and a half star match. Uh Jericho can't work a match like this anymore. He just can't. He is a great personality. He's always been creative as fuck in the ring, but it's over, Chris. Call it a career, dude. Seriously. You couldn't get a two and a half star match with fucking Swiss. I don't know what to tell you. As for the finish, I guarantee you Jericho came up with that mm-hmm. because that's, that's the exact type of, Oh, we need to be super unique. Is it a great finish? No. Is it unique? Yeah. Is it kind of cool? Um, I, I will defend people who, who thought it was a cool unexpected way to finish the show because I think it needed it because honestly, the match wasn't very good. They weren't popping all that much. So when Jericho fucking, I don't even want to say tap because yeah, he did tap, but the rep was calling for the bell before Jericho tapped. I think he said, I quit. And you obviously you wouldn't hear that, but then Jericho, yeah. But then Jericho tapped out while the bell was ringing. Right. That, that made no sense. He probably should have just let it go. But why, I guess my point is one of the reasons why he used that move, it was a setup. For him to do the sharpshooter. Why didn't he just go through with the sharpshooter and, and finish the match that way? I, I don't I don't understand why Jericho thought that was a good idea. Or kill him with Swiss death. 
yeah, or the neutralizer. The recoil bomb is what he's been using. Or the neutralizer. Like, fucking, there's three moves he could have done other than that to fucking win. Yeah. And like I said, he, he used the worst fucking option because it was unique and it would pop the crowd. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Swiss was like, yeah, okay, cool. We'll do that. As I win, I don't care. Sure. Whatever. I don't even think he was going to say that. You know, Swiss is Swiss. You know, yeah. ultimate consummate professional, no matter who he's vocal with. So if somebody like Jericho comes up and says, this is what I, what I think we should do with the finish, he's just going to yes and it. So it's whatever. So it, it, that being said, the match was uh, warm bottled water. So overall thoughts come for the Briscoes FTR match, and that's it. Yeah. It was not a good show overall. I think yep. Deadline was better, um, and I didn't really like a lot of that, Deadline. Deadline matches. was more solid. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. yeah. This was an okay show. Deadline was a good show. Yeah. There Both of them. Obviously, FTR Briscoe's was clear match of that day. Like, clearly, not even fucking close. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, you, you're not missing much if you literally out of the two shows, come for FTR and maybe catch one of the Iron Survival Challenges just to see what the match is like. And other than that, you don't really need to see anything else. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break after we come back. We're just going to talk a little bit about the, the future of ring of honor. What we believe is, is the future of ring of honor. And we'll probably touch on a little bit of the year end stuff to just, just to get some cool stuff out there. So we'll be back after this. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, so, uh, let's talk about what the future holds for ring of honor in 2023. I want, Wow. I think that's a pretty good assessment, honestly. Well, when we talked about last show extensively about how the worst thing they could have done was put the weekly on honor club. Yeah. Behind a paywall. Behind a paywall. Yeah. Um the pay-per-view buys are gonna go down if they work great to begin with. Well, here's the um, thing: you don't have a weekly show to build to your pay-per-view anymore. You're making people pay for your weekly show to build to a pay-per-view that they also have to pay money. pay for. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Like I, I like ring of honor a lot. I, I have an affinity for ring of honor, but Tony Khan has made it so such at a point where I can't even afford to watch it. <laughs> what the fuck? And like I said, question mark. I don't, I don't. And again, it's just like AW. There's so many talented guys, but do they have our, we even think about this, the backstage personnel, are there going to be their separate producers for Ring of Honor or is the AW producers going to produce both company? Like I'm assuming Jerry Lynn, BJ Whitmer will probably be Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And maybe one other guy, but I, I don't, don't know. know. I and and here's the thing: is that we're we're not just talking about you know road agents slash producers. We're talking about the entire company's worth of stuff. And Announcers, yes, they, 
uh, uh, Bobby Cruz and yep. Twinkies and all sorts of different things. You know, there's a lot of people and a lot of bits and pieces of Ring of Honor that have been around for such a long time that basically could be gone just like that. Yeah, uh, I think Bobby Cruz was saying Alex Sinclair hasn't been around for a while. He's been backstage. Oh, has he? Last I knew, he was okay. He was doing uh, backstage roles. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, what was I gonna say? My fear is, is that you're right. You're putting it behind a paywall, and then you have to pay for a pay per view. Again, we could have put them on YouTube. We discussed this all last week. I had something in my head. I just, I just, I just forgot it. I apologize. I don't know. I, I don't know what the future holds. Is it? Go- and Chip asked last week, "Is this going to be their NXT?" If it is, okay, cool. But I don't see. It's the the paywalls. What if they just said we're going on Honor Club? And you can get there's like two tiers of Honor Club, a free tier where you get. Um, you sign up, you get say early access to ticket sales and the weeklies, and then that's it. Then the nine ninety nine is you get all the perks, you know, the the backlog and the the merchandise perks and on sale and the weeklies. That okay, that's great, but just to be like everything's nine ninety nine, huh? What you know what I mean? It's just. I think there's another problem there. What's that? You and I. Yes. We've gone to a lot of shows over the years. Yes, we have. Ring of Honors coming to the 2300 Arena, ECW Arena in Philly. Okay. Obviously, I live about an hour away. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> no, but you could, let's say for the sake of argument, you're staying with me for that one. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Right? And they're an hour away. And they said, we're doing the show. It's $75 average price for a ticket. Would you go? It will obviously depend on factors, as in, well, I'm staying with you, therefore I won't be working. Well, I'll be on vacation. So, I mean, I might. I'd think about it. I wouldn't. I just, I'd think about it. The only well, the ECW arena is probably not a good right because we would the historic arena. Yeah, we let's would say want... the Boardwalk Hall or something. Okay, or yeah, Showboat. Showboat. Decided yeah. to do the Showboat. Whatever. The point. The point being is that you had a chance to spend seventy five dollars on a Ring of Honor live product. Would you do it? And my answer would be no. Not with what they've done, and not with the roster that they have. And honestly. They, they don't have enough there for me. Again, sure. it would depend on as it stands it, Again, I would have to look at the card. Mm-hmm. I would have to see what's going on. Like and Another thing is, we didn't talk about it, the FTR Briscoes. I guarantee you they announced that match because, again, they didn't expect it would draw, and I guarantee you there was slow ticket sales. I'm sure. So they're just like, hey, guys. Which says a lot because they had two major, three major, major hometown stars coming in. 
Athena, and Lee, and uh, uh, Shane Taylor. Mm-hmm. So, well, if I think Ring of Honor, those aren't the three names that pop up in my head. No, but they're local talent. They are local talent. They yes. are absolutely local talent. Yes. In a very highly respected wrestling area. Yes. And you can see empty seats galore during that pay-per-view. And the, and that's and that was kind of my point is that there's I don't I, at least they didn't go to like the American Airlines Center when 17, 18, 19,000 people they would have lost their ass. And yeah, they went to UTA where it's a 3,000 seat building and they drew probably 1500. So, which honestly was more than what they were drawing. And yes, it was. They said it was, they said it was the biggest attended final battle, which I do agree with. I don't know about biggest gate, but we've been, we were at, because it's still going on, Supercard of Honor, the biggest attendance for Rig of Honor ever. Yeah. With their their biggest gate. Yeah. But look what it took a shit ton of New Japan stars. Yeah. So that tells you everything you need to know there. But even so, I mean. Oh, maybe it wasn't. If you can count G1 Supercard as an ROH show. I don't count that as a, a, a Ring of Honor show. I can Because essentially, the Supercard of Honor in New Orleans was essentially a G1 Supercard. It yeah, just wasn't it was branded funny. that way. <laughs> yeah, but it, the difference was. I guess the difference was that New Japan wanted the the book for it. Got you. So they were. I know. Sin, they I know. Were, Sinclair had all this shit about WB refusing to let them book Madison Square Garden. Blah blah blah. But because yeah. they're a U.S. based promotion. Yeah. But um, back to the future. Haha. Um, gonna uh, go to eighty-eight miles an hour. I think if they stick, obviously they're not going to do live week weeklies. They're going to be taped, which is good. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to tape a month's worth in advance, which is also good. They're not going to run house shows, which for right now is good. For right question, now is good. Question for you. They'll probably Where? do one. Vi- okay, go ahead. Where? Where do they tape the weeklies? And this is, you're going to hate the answer. Daily's place? I wasn't thinking that, but that is an option. I was thinking Universal Studios, where yeah. they take dark and out of the elevation. Yeah. Yeah. The but Daily's, yeah, Daily's place was another good at, but you can, Daily's place yeah, would be better. The worst, they're the worst parts. Of early TNA, you had to pay for your weeklies. Well, no, well, no, right, you're right, they were weeklies, they were 99, but but there were 99 a week, not 99 a month. That's also true, so a little bit more expensive, yeah. But the best place for them to do it would be Daily's Place because they can sell tickets and actually make money off a live gate, even though they're only they're taping four shows at a time. Well. It's still 12 more dates they can put in to have them make money. Yeah. And which they desperately need to do. And if Honor Club, and here's another thing 
if Honor Club were to do something like what Impact Plus does, because Impact Plus pretty much has the same deal. You get you get the um you get the next day's TV commercial free. Mm-hmm. Um but they also obviously run Impact Plus specials every month that they don't have their big four pay-per-views. Yeah. If if Ring of Honor did that, it would be it would be more incentive to purchase Honor Club. I would agree with that. Even well, if they're, they're even if they're just throwaways. This is essentially what the Impact Plus ones are. But at least they're having at least they're doing big events, you know what I mean? Like Winter is Coming is already happened, but this came out a couple weeks later. Spoiler, but their brand or their New Year's Bash or whatever the hell they call their branded their their branded branded dynamites. dynamites, Yeah. They could do for like um global wars like they are always used to do or uh, Glory by Honor, they can do as a special every each month. You know what I mean? So that would be a little bit instead of doing weeklies tape tape three months worth of weeklies pay per view three months pay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it'll be more incentive for you to to get it. Will they do that? I don't think so because again, we've already talked about last week the 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 infrastructure you need and the server space you need to do all that stuff live. So, yeah, it's, I want to make one last, you know, bit or talk a little bit about this. And that's specifically Tony Khan. And why he bought ring of honor. If you look at his roster, even before he bought ring of you could tell very much that he was a fan of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. You know, Danielson, you know, Joe, Swiss, Punk. I I think that if there wasn't anybody in his ear, you'd pick up Aries and a bunch of other iffy people. Do you believe? that Tony Khan will run Ring of Honor irrespective of whether or not it's going to make money. Yes. Do you think he's doing it with AEW right now? (laughs) Okay. Jokes aside. um, I'm joking. Fuck you too. Um, I think that um, I, okay. So I think he'll run it for a couple years. And if it's not making money, when we discussed this last show, I think he tries to dump it to WWE. And sell the library. Sell the library and the trademarks. I don't think. Now, what's his asking price if he's going to do that for maybe a little different than what WWE has? Oh, yeah. But you said you don't think he'll ever do that. I don't think he'll ever do that, and I and I t- intentionally didn't say that because I wanted to save the conversation for this, because I think that Tony Khan is such a Ring of Honor mark that he'd rather kill it under his own possession than sell it to WWE. And okay, so 
And it's not, not from a money standpoint or not even from a malicious standpoint, but just the fact that he loves Ring of Honor so much that he'd rather kill it by its own hand. So what do you mean by killing it? Have it just like go into bankruptcy? Uh, just let it go. Just let it die, still hold, keep Honor Club running and yeah. try to make some money off it? Yeah, and it just basically transition it into AEW Club. Because by the time you're getting to that point, you're they have a couple of like five, six, yeah. Yeah. So you could theoretically merge the merge it into Ring of Honor Club. And now you have this one streaming platform for AEW and AEW related stuff. That's that seems more feasible than him selling it to Vince. Yeah. Then now he has a huge backlog of 20 years worth of wrestling. So he has incentive to make a 999 service and now also has incentive to put AEW stuff on it and now also has incentive to kind of roll in a lot of the Ring of Honor perks into AEW. It it, it makes a decent business sense but also it still keeps the the Ring of Honor thought process yeah. alive. He yep. could still keep calling it Honor Club without it actually needing to be AEW like completely branded. Right. So no, that, that makes actually more sense. You, you start, I can absolutely say you could easily, you know, combine titles. You could have the ring of honor champion versus the AEW champion. You could have, well, you already have the TNT champion and the television champion together already. I think, see, there's confirmation. There's going to be like a forbidden door to probably in Chicago. Cause that's W or- certainly. AEW like it has it's been at least a month since they've been in Chicago. They got yeah. it back, man. It has actually. They went like the day before Christmas. Yeah. Or <laughs> so, day before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Day before Thanksgiving, they were in Chicago. Yeah. They go Labor, they always go Labor Day weekend and the day before Thanksgiving. Always Chicago. Whatever. The day and then the week of Easter and week of Flag Day. And well, anyway. Hey, they're really they into Flag Day. I know there is. Um, they could theoretically be like AEW, New Japan, ROH. Yeah. So yeah, very. Now watch watching do for, Forbidden Doors as AEW, or uh, AEW and Ring of Honor. Be like, you've been doing that for like a year now, buddy. <laughs> we separated you guys just to do a, 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 a pay per view. <laughs> yeah. I, I th- I think that's a. It, I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think so either. But I wouldn't. I'm gonna Meltzer it. I don't think they're gonna do it. But it wouldn't surprise me if they did. I I think that's fair. I I think that's fair in this case. So, um, anything else Ring of Honor wise that we wanted to cover? Mm-mm. Uh, then just at the end of this, I I just wanted to say. It's been one hell of a year for the wrestling show. It's been one hell of a year for all of us here. Injuries, moving, uh, people coming and going on the show. Uh, Obviously, we left the Gear Network and we went back on our own. Um, We are planning on starting January 1st, and we'll make more of a fanfare of this uh, on our next live show is we're officially launching our Patreon. Um, 
and we're doing it at literally $1, $2, dollars tiers. It's, it's not going to be a lot of money to join us. You're going to get a ton of perks through it, uh, an extra episode a month. Um, we're doing all sorts of ad-free shows. If you want to do downloads of our shows, we're doing behind the scenes content. We'll have all sorts of different cool perks. Uh, you can take a look at that and that's going to be uh, patreon.com slash Susan Fat Man. Um, but we'll talk more about that uh, on another show. We just wanted to say thank you guys for all the support that you do uh, with us. Um, all the, the fun shit, all the, you know, we joke about, you know, the multitude of fan, but we do really enjoy doing this and to have your support with all of this has just always been amazing for us. Concur. Thank you. You stole my multitude of fan bits, so I, I can't think sorry. of anything. <laughs> I'm Dick. sorry. Dick. Um, so what does what does 2023 look like for you, Fatman? Looks like a neck brace. Yeah. That's what it's gonna look like a neck brace. Um, no, but in all seriousness, um like like I've said, I don't know if I said this on air before or not, but doing this show this week or every week kind of brings um, me sanity kind of, kind of keeps me level-headed, even though we do like to fuck, fuck off with every, every, everyone's opinion. Well, we talk wrestling, which is what we, we love to do. And um, I get some, my opinions off my chest and not hold up inside and just, Wrestling, wrestling, and more wrestling. Yay. Um, I'm hoping we get to go to more shows this coming year. Obviously, us you being up north and me being down by You'll be in, you being the southerner now. Southern boy now. You'll be you being the southern boy now. Fuck happened. Um take my finger out of my take your finger out of my ass because I'm leaving you behind. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Um, obviously, we're not doing WrestleMania this year. Nope. Um, I don't know if we're actually even doing a big four. I don't think. Nobody. We don't haven't. Seen, we haven't seen the the full schedule yet. Just Rumbles in San Antonio and WrestleMania's in LA. Yeah, and that's don't know about SummerSlam or Survivor Series. The way things are going, who knows. Um, but we do know that WrestleMania is going to be in Philly and we are definitely going and it's going to be a big deal and we're going to put every fucking thing that we can towards it. We're going to do, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to figure out a way to do a live show. And when I say live show, I mean, in a club or something doing a live taping. In front of a live audience. Gotcha. So here's here's the hoping that we can get something going for that. Um, but we're gonna be all over WrestleMania when it comes to WrestleMania 40. So expect that for sure. We got a lot yeah, our jizz is gonna be all over WrestleMania. Especially if New Japan's anywhere near it. You fucking mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And the show is at Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like and a follow if you don't mind. 
Um, videos you can find at twitch.tv slash sleazingthefatman, youtube.com slash sleazingthefatman, and premium videos on OnlyFans slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of content on thewrestlingshow.com, including articles, merch, bunch of other cool stuff. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, we're probably going to be done with um, uh, articles for until the new year. Um, we'll pick that stuff back up from there. Um, but obviously you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. So with thanks to, well, Chip and Ryan and, and Dietz, who's been here, you know, all, all of us getting uh, roasted by them <laughs> over the year. Um, and as always, for Sleazy. For the Fat Man. The Wrestling Show. Thank you guys so much. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer, because I don't think we said it on the show. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. And when the fuck did you start becoming a New Japan mark again? You fucking mark. I know it's Asians, but they're not Asian women. So when the fuck did you become a New Japan mark? You fucking mark. I'm an army of one I'm a clip in your gun